as God intended. Let's go. Welcome healers to Looking for a Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. H, and thank you so much for listening. It's always good to be here with you. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can join us live on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com. Also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just go ahead and download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple Android or Alexa, wherever and however you want to listen at your leisure. Uh, Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by globalhealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to globalhealing.com and enter promo code out loud. That's O U T L O U D to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find global healing. All of the wonderful America Out Loud sponsors at americaoutloud.shop. That's something new for you folks. All right, healers. Well, we have a great show for you today. Can't wait to really get in. Um, In the following segments, I'm going to be kind of talking to you about what my stance is on natural medicine and on on healing. And you've been hearing it a little bit, especially if you've been listening to me. And thank you so much for listening and also for sharing it out there in the world, right? Let's put some good vibes out there. You know, yeah, we have to have some adult conversations. We have to talk about some stuff that's out there and what's going on in the world and everything. But, you know, I want to make sure that we're always bringing love with it, even if it's tough love. Even if I'm a little angry sometimes when you hear me on these airwaves, right? I got some passion. I got some fire in me. That's okay. All right. It's for the right reasons. It's well intended. I keep telling folks if you're well intended, don't worry about people being offended by what you have to say. Let me say that to you again. It's so important. If you're well intended, Don't worry about people being offended. Don't censor yourself. Don't silence and bite your own tongue because you're worried about someone and how you might ruffle their feathers a little bit. If they are a little crazy, meaning they're taking some crazy pills and have some aberrant thoughts, maybe it's a good idea to speak your mind and have that conversation. And maybe they can self-correct after the conversation. You ever thought about that? Because that does happen too. So what I wanted to get into you today, I want to give a little context, a little background of, of why I am the way I am, right? Because yeah, I, I am 100% passionate in favor of the medicine God intended. I'm 100% passionate in favor of freedom. I'm 100% passionate in favor of uh, protecting children and the sanctity of the family. You know, I'm all about that, folks. And, I, and as I've gotten older, I've just become much more adamant about its essential nature in society and, and the very fabric of what we hold so dear about keeping it, um, you know, keeping it close to the heart, you know. So, you know, I, I also, though, can be very passionate and very hostile 
when we talk about the pharmaceutical industrial complex. I give them no safe harbor. You know, I will rail on a white coat, a cult of Asclepiite. I will rail on them in a heartbeat because I've just, I've had it. I mean, we've had thousands of years of this garbage that they've been spewing out thousands and thousands of years of this garbage. And of course, eugenicists taking advantage of this garbage. And then, you know, you go and you study the history and you're like, why did you even have this thought that venoms could be, you know, medicinal? I mean, it's a stupid thought. They kill people. Why would you think that there's any medicine in there? Right. Um, so it just drives me up the wall. And yeah, I'm going to be like that. You know, this is who I, at this point in my life, I'm a get off your lawn, stop taking you know, pharmaceuticals, put some bad people in jail kind of dude. Right. And I don't, I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I like it. Um, you know, I'm also hostile. I'm going to be eternally hostile to any kind of tyranny, you know, just like Thomas Jefferson, any, anything that's going to use justice to protect evil and corruption does that. Um, I'm going to be eternally hostile towards that, you know, I'm, and I'm not going to be polite about it. I'm not going to polite us into slavery or into the grave. You know, I'm no, no, I'm not going in that direction. Absolutely not. And if that means that we got to get into it over it, then we're going to get into it over it because I'm not going in that direction. The people I love are not going in that direction. And there's nothing about me that's going to be quiet about it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm, I'm, I'm on the right network, right? America out loud. Let's be out loud. This is a match made in heaven here. Um, so I want to just give you some context though. Why am I so hostile? I'll tell you straight up. If you haven't heard the story, it's because they killed my mom. All right. Straight up. They killed my mom and I watched them do it. I watched them lie to her, like used car sales. I watched them tell her on her deathbed that she might have a chance if she got uh, radiation treatment that they knew wouldn't work just so that they could bill insurance a little bit more. The city of hope did that. I watched that unethical nonsense. I watched them pull her out of a clinical trial that she was in for a experimental chemotherapeutic drug when they realized that she was going to die so that they didn't have to report her numbers in the study. I watched that happen. I watched them try to keep her in that cult of Asclepius temple called a hospital and prevent us from taking her home to where she wanted to die in her own bed. I was there. I had to put a security guard on the wall and a nurse on the wall, excuse me, not a security guard, a nurse on the wall. Somebody that's supposed to be nourishing because they tried to prevent me from taking my mother home so that she could take her last breath on her bed. I was there. I then did the research afterwards on the off-gassing of mercury amalgam fillings and how the EPA has known that they're killing Americans and the Dental Association has known that they were killing Americans for decades. I, I did that research. I did the research on Primarin and saw and found the correlation between Primarin, a horse urine, right? You want to talk, you want to talk about me as a witch doctor? You're using female horse urine in Primarin and how they knew that that exacerbated um, cell senescence, which led to uh, lung cancer. My mom never smoked, but what was she doing? She was off-gassing mercury every time she drank coffee. And now she's inhaling those vapors right into her lungs. And then you have some nice Primarin that you're giving them. I watched them kill her and I watched them not care about it. Now, there were some good people along the way. I don't want to take it away from because there are good people in that cult of Asclepius, those temples that don't realize that they're in a cult 
and they got to wake up because if they knew they wouldn't be there, but I watched them kill my mom. So if you want to know why I'm eternally hostile, it's because they killed my mom. And I don't let that kind of thing go. And if you're out there and you can feel me, give me an amen. Because we should never let that kind of crap go. Now, if you want to hear the whole story told a lot more beautifully, you can go and check out the COVID con work. I did it at the uh, COVID con and beyond. You can go to my.energetichealthinstitute.org and get all these great you know, replays and stuff like that if you want to check it out. But folks, I, I, I don't, you kill somebody I love, the gloves are off. You know, the, the, the me being politically correct or trying to protect your errors, those are gone. Those are out the window. You killed somebody I love. That's the fact. You killed somebody I love. It's on and popping now. Now we're going to get a little ghetto with it. All right. Because that's where I come from. Now, when you look at this, people might go, well, there's a better way to approach it. If you were a little nicer, maybe somebody might change. No, they're not changing. They're bullies. They're bullies. They're cowards. They're evil. And they're greedy. They're not changing. They have to be forced to change. And now you can do that by simply saying, I'm out and making sure they don't ever get a penny of your money. That'll force them to change because they are greedy and they want your money. But make no mistake about it. You are not going to be able to polite your way into a bully who looks down upon you as inferior, changing their ways when they are rewarded for the ways that they engage in. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. You go to Johns Hopkins University. They did a study. I think it was 2018 that they last published this. They asked a simple question. How many Americans are killed by the pharmaceutical industry, by the practice of allopathic medicine when it is practiced correctly? Meaning how many times they do what they're supposed to do and people still die because their medicine kills people. Well, in 2018, Johns Hopkins University estimated that that number was at least 400,000 Americans are killed each year when pharmaceutical, allopathic, cultivosclepius medicine is practiced correctly. 400,000 annually. That's not since its inception, that's annually. And you know what really grinds my gears on that? is that they get paid to do it. That even when they mess up, they don't go before a review board. They don't have their license revoked in almost every case. It's very hard to get a doctor's license revoked. You know how egregiously bad a allopathic white coat has to be at their job to get fired, to get their license revoked? It is insanely bad. They still get paid every time they kill someone, every time they do what they're supposed to do, or there's a medical error that they admit was a medical error and it leads to an American dying, they still get paid. The failures that they make, if I would make those mistakes, they'd put me in jail. Why? Because I have no desire to hold up the illusion that is their medicine. Their medicine is not medicine. It's the pushing of poisons for profit. 
Let me say that again, because that sounds like a good alliteration right there. Pushing poisons for profit. PPP. Right? There it is. There's your PPP. Pushing poisons for profit. That's what they do. Now, I've seen it happen. I've been on the phone with ERs, especially in the last year um, plus during the whole COVID scandal. I've been on with ER doctors as my, they were killing my family members with remdesivir. As a family member of mine got the damn shots when she shouldn't have and developed blood clots massive and they didn't know what they were looking at and killed her. I've watched all this happen. I've been on the phone with these docs. I've been in the rooms. I've watched it happen. And what that brings me to is an inescapable conclusion because I'm an objective person. I will always change my mind in the presence of new information, right? So that's why I'm I'm always evolving. But I'm never going to evolve to a point where I think that what they're doing is acceptable. I'm never going to evolve to a point where I think that it's necessary or needed. We would be better off, but we would have better public health without one damn public health department. We would have we would have better disease control without the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. How do I know? Because they push poisons for profit. That's what they do. And they create all this garbage junk science that's heavily funded by their interests to make people think that you can't live without them. And it's nonsense. The reality is you're lucky if you can live with them. Can I get an amen? I think I can get an amen on this one. Because we all know somebody that we love or somebody that has been taken by this industry. And then you get to the point now where they're talking about gender reassignment surgery for kids and authorizing that. You want to talk about lack of ethics? You better check out that cult of Asclepius talk I gave last week. History is repeating itself in the worst of ways. So yeah, I'm passionate. Guess what? I don't apologize for it. Guess what? I don't feel bad for being this way. You know why? Because they killed my mom. And I ain't letting that slide. You feel me? There's got to be something within us worth fighting for. And if it's not something that God gave us, like this great medicine that's designed for us perfectly, then what is there? If it's not for justice, then what is there? If it's not for the people that we love, then you tell me what is out there worth fighting for and dying for if necessary, because that's where I'm at. Do I expect everybody to be there? No. Do I expect everybody to do what I do? No. I get it. I've had different experiences. So I have different information and I draw different conclusions based upon that. I'm, I get that. I'm not holding any judgment over anyone. God is the master of judgment, not me. What I'm suggesting, though, is I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Because they killed my mom. And I can't let that go. Now, truth be told, they tried to kill me, too, many times. Tried to kill me with the damn shots when I was 13, went into acute renal failure, had temperature of over 108 for over a week. Every time my dad would carry me to Kaiser Permanente and beg them to admit me, 
They refused. They said, take him home. There's nothing we can do. They expected me to die. This is the cult of Asclepius. No death on our grounds, right? At least at that time. Now they have kill centers all over the country called hospitals. You see what I'm saying, folks? There's a reason for it. It's not just, oh, he's always angry. No, I'm not always angry. I'm actually almost always in a good mood, but I'm passionate and I don't back down. And that's what throws people off in this day and age, because people like me used to be abundant. We used to carry swords. We used to carry weapons at all times. And if there was a problem, we would handle that problem in the moment that that problem existed. That became socially acceptable. So now problems fester and the corrupt and those that can manipulate and create illusions thrive. Why? Because we made it socially unacceptable to seek justice in the moments that justice is needed. And we're paying the price for that, I'll tell you. I guess it comes down to this, everyone. I've watched and read and know the stories of Holly Stavola killed by the damn shots, not these shots, the shots before these damn shots. The story of Ernesto Ramirez Jr. killed by these damn shots. The stories of Simone Scott killed by these damn shots. I know these stories. I know these people. I know their families. These are good families and good people. And we need to fight for them because they're coming for all of us. We don't. There was a dream that is medicine of what it's supposed to be. Hippocrates actually elucidated it very well. And I assure you, this is not it. And I'll tell you more about that right after the break. So remember, you can listen and learn from Dr. Brian Artis, Nicola Burnett, myself, and Dr. Janice Schmidt every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. And of course, go over to our show page on americaoutloud.com and submit a health question that we can all answer on Fridays. So go to Looking for Healing Radio and on that show page, and we're always, always here for you. Folks, stay tuned right after the break. Uh, more on now the positive, <laughs> where the passion becomes positive. And we're right back with more Looking for Healing Radio just for you right after these messages. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, 
we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, amazing school for amazing students just like you. Best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Folks, holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. All the things that you need today. <laughs> I'm talking about skills so that you don't have to go to the places nobody wants to go anymore. Those wonderful cult of Asclepius hospitals. To avoid those, join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing for us all. Again, that's energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, everybody, getting into this segment, um, you know, and again, thank you so much for listening to Looking for Healing Radio, supporting everybody on here from um, Dr. Artis to Nicola Burnett to Dr. J, and of course, yours truly. Thank you so much for making this possible. We are doing this for you. We want you to really get what we're talking about. So in this segment, we're gonna, I'm going to start sharing with you, you know, teaching concepts, something I'm really, really um, proud of and what we love to do at the Energetic Health Institute. We like to teach students not what to think, but how to think, right? It's that whole adage, you know, give a person a fish and you feed them for a day, teach them how to fish, you feed them for their lives, right? This is what this is about for us is we want you to learn how to fish, fish for truth, fish for information and fish for health, get it in your body. Well, to do that, we need a thought process. And where I want to begin with you today, because what we're talking about this week are our stances. You know, in the previous segment, I told you a little bit about why I am the way I am, right? I'm uncompromising. I think people get that, but maybe don't understand why so much. Um, very passionate. I hope people get that and understand the the well-intentioned nature of it. Um, but I'm I'm just relentless uh with this, and I'm relentless because I know what's at stake. I know what happens when someone doesn't know where their liver is, doesn't know what their liver does, doesn't know how their body works, and are then left to be beholden to whatever lies the used car salesman, salesman using uh, and wearing a white coat is, um, is telling them. You know, And there's so many lies. I've been in the rooms with doctors as they're lying. And then as soon as they know I'm a doctor, the whole conversation you know, changes. And you just see it, how it's unscrupulous because people, and sadly, they just don't care. They don't understand the significance of if I don't treat this person that's in front of me as family, if I don't educate them as if they're a student, that everything could fall apart for them. And sadly, everyone who is dependent upon them, that this is a bigger thing going on, a bigger responsibility we have when we're placed in that position of of being the source of information that can make or break someone's decisions for their own health. That's a huge, huge responsibility. And why we take oaths and why people like me take our oaths to do no harm very, very seriously. So 
one of the things that we teach at the Energetic Health Institute, and it really starts here, is that the greatest energy always prevails. Now, this is not a statement of good or bad. It's just a statement of fact that whatever the greatest energy is, is always going to prevail in any situation. So for example, you could have a million people versus one. Now, the pervading thought would be that those a million people are going to press upon that one and prevail. And that's usually the case. Almost always, that's how it turns out. But if that person believes stronger than the million people who don't, then that one can prevail. And I think one of the most obvious and wonderful stories is the life of Jesus Christ. How one person's faith, one person's belief, and I know I'm, I might be offending some people, and I don't mean to when I say person, all right? How one incredible being, how about that, right? Can have a faith and an understanding so profound, so connected, so universal, so together that it didn't matter what anyone else believed or thought. And this is why you can have these special sacred moments of not just resurrection, but one of my favorites, which is as he is being nailed upon the cross, he says, forgive them, they know not what they do. He can still have compassion for those who have committed atrocities against him, right? What a beautiful lesson and what a beautiful teacher of the principles of unconditional love. Um, that's what I've always taken from the life of Jesus. And I think it's a, a great lesson for all of us about the greatest energy always prevailing, that it's not about numbers, it's about intent. It's about what's in your heart and where your faith is. Now, what I'd like to share with you is not a stance on religion, because I'm not getting into that. Getting in, and it's always, it's never religion with me, it's always faith. All right. I'm not religious. Um, and that's just me and my personal choice. But I'm incredibly devoted. And I am very proudly a friend of God, always. I want to give you some insights so that you can appreciate how amazing this gift of life and your body, this gift of your body you've been given. So, what has to go right for you to wake up? Well, it is estimated that the average adult has about 37.2 trillion cells and that there are anywhere from 1,000 to 10,000 mitochondria per cell, depending upon the cell type and a person's level of health. Each mitochondria will go through 24 biochemical reactions just to produce energy. And what's so crazy is those biochemical reactions all happen 1,000 times faster than you can blink your eye. So what that means, if we do some basic math, is that 900,000 trillion things have to go right. Let me say that number to you again. 900,000 trillion things have to go right 1,000 times faster than you can blink your eye every moment of your life, and especially as you sleep, just so you can wake up each new day. Now, I don't know about you, 
but that's a cause for appreciation, gratitude, and really, I think a little bit of awe about how incredible this gift of a body is that you've been given. So my stance is that there is this tremendous gift of life and this tremendous gift of existence within a body that's designed to work and coordinate all of its functions without us having to do all the work. We just got to provide it the fuel and the five things that it needs. We just got to give the body the little bit that it needs and it does the rest. It kind of sounds like a divine design to me, this beautifully amazing gift. I don't know any other way to say it. Without a doubt, it tells us that our bodies love us. Our bodies were designed to love us. And how amazing is that, that that's built in there? How do I know? How could you get 900,000 trillion plus things right every 1,000th of a blink of an eye if it wasn't for love? There's no other purpose. There's no other energy that can drive that many things going right in your body every split second, except the energy of love. And so when I say to you that your body loves you, I mean it. That's my stance. When we look at how the body is designed, we teach something called the cycle of influencing energy. And again, this is neither good nor bad. It's just how everything's connected. That your anatomy influences your physiology. That's how your body functions, the systems of the body function, cardiovascular system, immune system, things like that. That the physiology influences the biochemistry, what's going on at the cellular level. That the biochemistry influences the energetics of the body, this wonderful um, framework, energetic framework that the body's designed. I mean, you think about it, you know, cells are replicating uh, in womb when a baby's developing. How do they know where to go? Because there is a framework, an energetic framework that gives the cells guidance on where to go. This is the chakra system. This is the, the meridian system. It's a framework that tells the body, here's the basic blueprint, fill in the blanks. And then the energetics are going to influence the emotion. And emotion is the frequency that we emit that taps into all that we are connected to, this wonderfully malleable substance that loves us as well, that wants to give us what we want. So that's why we've got to be careful about the frequencies that we emit, because whatever we request, what's so awesome about all of this design is we're going to get what we ask for. So you got to be really clear on what frequency, because that's the only thing that is known. That's the only way to communicate with this malleable substance that's all around us is the frequencies that we emit. So if you're angry all the time, or you think something's not going to work, you're, you know, it's the old adage, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Because that's what the universe is going to perceive you want. And the universe is going to give you what you want. When I say universe, you could put God in there easily going to give you what you want. How does it know what you want? By the frequency that you admit. Then, of course, emotion, which we all have a PhD in, and we should all be consciously responsible for, 
influences anatomy. So it goes full circle, anatomy to physiology, physiology to biochemistry, biochemistry to energetics, energetics to emotion, emotion back to anatomy. And it creates this wonderful cycle of influencing energy. So if what we're putting in to each of those different components is positive, then we're going to get a positive net effect. It's going to create a synergy, a wonderful vortex spin, and we're going to really, you know, cultivate and call in great things because the energy, the frequency we're emitting is very high. And then the universe goes, okay, I see what you want. Let's give you some more of that. And conversely, the other is true as well. Well, when we get into, you know, a little bit more of this topic, it takes us into, okay, I kind of got a basic idea of what the body is and what it takes and all this amazing stuff. So what is medicine? Well, I think you first have to appreciate that your body is a self-healing, homeostatic-seeking, self-regulating organism. That's what's so phenomenal about the autonomic nervous system and so many different aspects of the body. It just works on its own. You just got to give it a little bit. And it does need more care as we get older, right? Every decade, you got to work a little bit harder to maintain it. But that's, that's the beauty of the whole thing, right? Because you've hopefully learned a lot more of how to maintain it. So when we understand that, and you understand that when we are looking at natural things and it already seeks its own homeostasis, you start thinking to yourself, well, all I need to do is work within that framework, right? And, and the body will do the work. Yeah, that's how it's designed to happen. So why would we even consider something like allopathic medicine? That's the white coats. Allopathic medicine, by definition, is the attempt to cure This is according to Tabor's medical dictionary in the early 1900s. Allopathic medicine, the attempt to cure by replacing one morbid condition for another morbid condition. Well, why would that even be a thought, a goal? That doesn't make any sense. And it didn't make sense to the people that day. That's why they changed morbid condition to side effect. (laughs) By replacing one side effect or one bad feeling for another bad feeling, right? Why? I don't want any morbid conditions. Why would I replace one for a different? That doesn't make any sense. only makes sense if the goal really isn't you getting better and and in recovering your energy production capability, but rather being a lifelong customer for people who don't care about you. See, there are some great lies when we talk about what people have been misled to believe as medicine. One of the great lies is that these damn shots and the damn shots before them confer immunity. That's ridiculous. What confers immunity to you is your immune system, a well-nourished immune system. Those shots and the damn shots before them, all they are are artificial infections. It's just sad that now the artificial infection has gone from a live attenuated virus to a actual genetic infection right? But that's all those damn shots are. They're just infections, artificial infections. What confers immunity to you is your immune system. Another great lie is that chemo cures. Really? How does chemo cure? Well, it kills the tumor. Yeah, it also kills a whole bunch of healthy cells too. So really it's that people survive chemo. It's not that it cured anything. They just survived the treatment. Well, I don't know about you. That doesn't sound too exciting to me. One of the great lies, you can be deficient in a pharmaceutical. Really? You can have a, I love how Dr. Artis says this. You can have a lisinopril deficiency. Really? 
You can have a statin deficiency? Really? You can have a proton pump inhibitor deficiency? Really? <laughs> Please. You can have an antibiotic deficiency? Really? No, you can't. Can you have a vitamin C deficiency? Absolutely. A vitamin D deficiency? Absolutely. A magnesium deficiency? Yeah, for sure. You see, this is, this is that, that thing where you have to stop for a second and really go, wait a minute, what have I been misled to believe? And is it time for me to change my opinion in the presence of new information? Because that's what being objective really, really is. When we look at medicine, you know, I want to start giving structure you know, beyond like, hey, this is my stance. Let's, let's create some structure here. What is medicine? Medicine is that which God has provided to work with your body. It's a self-seeking homeostatic organism, right? But not just your body, your soul too. And at the cellular level and even beyond the things that we can't see. And what's the goal? To assist your body and soul in restoring God's divine order. Because the system to get 900,000 trillion things right every 1,000th of a blink of an eye has to have order. It cannot descend into chaos or you'll never get that kind of success rate. So it's all about the restoration of order. Well, what do pharmaceuticals do? They create more chaos. They replace one chaotic situation for another chaotic situation and they charge you money for it. You see... Medicine is not that which man makes to replace one morbid condition for another morbid condition. Medicine is that which God has provided to us and why it's a complete misnomer to call something natural medicine. Natural medicine is the only medicine. The use of the word natural is superfluous. You cannot take a poison, you cannot take a lethal compound and call it medicinal unless what you're trying to do is kill someone and then that's not that doesn't restore any order at all either. You see, medicine cannot be that which injures the cell. Anything that injures the cell is by definition not medicinal to the body. And it really comes down to that simple idea. See, things have gotten so convoluted and so confused. We've got to get back to simplicity. All right? You can't call something that hurts you helpful. But you can call something that supports you helpful. And it really gets down to that. I want to talk about healing in the next segment and, again, create some definition. So I hope you'll join me right after the break. Uh, remember, uh, folks, go to the Looking for Healing radio show page on AmericaOutloud.com and submit a health question for all of the hosts here. And we'll share our thoughts. Each Friday, we'll read a lot of those and talk about them. That's what this show is about, a place for you to have constant Q&A, constant engagement with us. So make sure and stay tuned right after the break. We have, we're going to uh, get right back and talk a little bit more about healing and God's divine design. God will never be a bad word on this show, I assure you. Uh, we'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio just for you right after these messages. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. 
Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. All right, healers, welcome back. You know, here we go. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm having a ball doing this because we have so much that we want to teach you. Like right now I'm doing a, a liver flush and, and gallbladder flush over the course of a couple of weeks. And we're going to be talking with you and teaching you this stuff, sharing these ideas for you to consider, you know, and, and that there's so much out there that has been kept from you. We want to make sure we bridge those gaps that have been created uh, for you. So we're, we got more, but we have to start by establishing a foundation, right? And I think that's where these stances come in for all of us this week. We want you to know who you're dealing with, who you're talking to. You know, I have 25 years of experience at this, you know, and I mean, it's kind of crazy for me to say now, you know, because it feels like I've only just kind of gotten started and there's so much still to learn about, uh, about this medicine that I love and this amazing gift of the human body and how we all fit within this divine design. Uh, you know, but still it's, there's so much for you. And, and what's, what, sad for us is just how removed people are from information that God, in our opinion, really intended for all of us, because all the code for healing is living within you, right? You see, there's this fantastic divine design we all work within, and there's really, it's based upon three tremendous gifts, in my opinion, that God has given us. The first gift is the gift of existence, right? This, this ridiculousness where people are like, well, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to exist. All right. Well, that's a terrible attitude. So I can't imagine why you putting out that frequency into the world would bring more negativity to you, but you know, Hey, that's, what's going to happen. I don't know why you would select that belief system, but sure. You know, you can select that belief system for as long as you want. And hopefully it no longer serves you rather quickly. And you decide that maybe there's a better way. 
because there's always a reason to be grateful for no other reason that you woke up for another beautiful new day. Now, the second gift God gave us is free will. A lot of people say, well, why, if God exists, is there so much suffering in the world? Poor me. Right? It's like God gave us free will because God gave us everything we need. We get to decide what this environment we exist within is going to be like. We get to decide whether it's going to be joyful and heaven-like or whether it's going to be a, a vision of hell, somebody else's hell. We get to decide that. That's the beauty of free will. God's looking at us going, hey, I gave you everything. What do you want? Well, I, I, I want you to solve this, God. And God's like, I already did. I gave you the ability to do it. Right? I mean, that's what it comes down to, this gift of free will. That's why we love freedom so much, right? Because it's built into us on a spiritual DNA level, if you really want to get down to it. And the third gift God gave us was this malleable substance that we exist within that's constantly loving us and reading our frequency, our emotional output, so that when our frequency, whatever we output, it says, okay, whatever you output, that tells me what you want. I'm going to give you that. So like for me, I have to catch myself because I do enjoy fighting very much. And God has tasked me with saying, look, doc, I think those days are over. It's time for you to have no wrath. It's time for you to take no offense when people bring potential offense to you. And I, I got to be real with you. All. I fail at this far too often, so often that I'm ashamed of it. But I do love to fight. So I put that frequency out into the universe. And, and guess what the universe, God's universe brings me back, brings me back more opportunities to fight. You see, that's how it works. Oh, I'm depressed and I emit that frequency. Guess what? God's universe is going to bring back to you because it loves you. It thinks you want more opportunities to be depressed. So it really is about your belief system. There's no more important vitamin to take every day when you're going through a healing process than vitamin belief. Because when you believe and you believe you are going to heal, you believe things are going to get better, you believe you are going to be able to make a difference in your life, the lives of the people you love, and maybe even beyond that, what starts to happen is that belief takes over and the universe starts bringing you opportunities to experience that because it loves you and it wants you to have that which you request. How do you request? By the frequency of your emotions. And what dictates the frequency of your emotions? For sure, your spirit. And also for sure, because you are married to your body right now, the state of health of your body. And those two things can be in conflict, right? What did Jesus say? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You have to make the flesh strong as well as the spirit. And then they become in harmony. They become in alignment. And now you can really access this amazing gift of this malleable universe that God has given us to bring to you that which you request. I mean, it's really an incredible experience when you stop for a second and you step back far enough. That's why I love doing the liver cleansing and the cleaning out infections and taking care of my kidneys and sweating and get doing yoga and uh, getting massages and exercising and laughing and getting rest. That's why I love doing these things because I love giving my body what it needs so that it can do what it does best, which is heal and restore order so that I can do my best of being in alignment 
between my body and my soul with God's divine design. That's why I do all this. And guess what the result of that more often than not is? Happiness. I mean, isn't that what we really are after? And maybe if you sprinkle in a whole lot of love along the way, you get to have a very magical experience in this thing we call life. That's why I love natural medicine. That's why I love herbs. That's why I love organic plant-based eating. That's why I love fasting. That's why I love all of these wonderful things that we have at our disposal because they're all given to us as gifts by our creator to help us navigate the learning process, the school, the spiritual school that we are in that we call life. See, I, I know something. We don't take the material possessions with us. I think we all know that. We take how we feel with us. And doesn't that make sense? People will forget what you tell them, but they'll never forget the way you make them feel. And I love the way medicine as God intended makes me feel. That's what I want to share with you, that it's possible. That yes, you might be starting in a place where it seems like you're walking up the Himalayas naked and it's freezing up there, but it's still possible to get to the top and maybe you'll make a few clothes on the way. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. I want to be a living example for you. Folks, I, I don't really tell this story too often, but I used to be almost 100 pounds overweight. I used to be a slug. I used to be someone that had no confidence. I used to be someone that ate fast food all the time. I used to be someone that was constantly angry and trying to get over and not living in the light. I used to be that dude. I know how hard it is to change how hard it is to improve, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. And one of the things I'll tell you, having lived in the dark and lived in the light, there is no comparison. I will always choose the light. I will always choose love. I will always choose whatever God asks me to do over any darkness, any seduction, anything. I will always choose that. You know why? Because there's an immense joy in it. And I think that's the thing we often forget about when we're talking about healing and we're talking about all these wonderful things, we forget that there's a joy, a magic to all of this, that it's not just work and struggle and strife. Yes, getting healthy can be a struggle, but it's not the, that's not the summation of it. It's putting in the work to get to the joy. Health is earned. Happiness is earned. It's not given. That's why in our constitution, excuse me, uh, the Bill of uh, the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's not a guaranteed happiness, but you have a right to pursue it. You see what I'm saying? Like that's what it comes down to. So when we get uh, into this, I want to share a couple of quick things before we call it a session today. I'm a healer. That's my stance. Yes, I happen to be a doctor, and I'm definitely a dad. But one of my favorite things to be on top of those things or along with them is a healer. A healer is he who restores God's divine order. A healer is a person who selflessly facilitates healing in others while knowing that the only person they can truly heal is themselves. I've healed one person in my entire career, me. A healer and as healers, at the end of the day, all that truly matters is that the people who 
who come to us for help feel better. There is no other pursuit, be it esoteric, scientific, fame, or financial, even remotely close in importance. That's what I'm about. That's my stance. I don't care about this cult of Asclepius, seduction, fame, fortune, crap. I don't care about it. I care that you, the person who needs me, gets better. Being a healer means always, without compromise and regardless of convenience, working from our highest selves in the pure light of goodness, kindness, compassion, integrity, and love. Those are things that are worth fighting for, for me. A healer asks frequently, what would love do now? And then that healer closes their eyes to feel the wind so that they may listen to the voice of God entering their heart as their first thought. That's how God talks to us. A healer trusts their first thought without hesitation because their first thought is a divine communication. You see, in my world, there are only two professions of greater importance than being a healer. And that's being a loving mother or a devoted father. And children need both. If you've ever been a single parent, and I've been for my whole life, you know that kids need both. It's hard. It's not impossible. But boy, is it so much easier when there's two people loving on one being and pouring love in from different angles and perspectives to help nurture and develop that wonderful, wonderful little angel, that additional gift that God has given us. And I think that's where I come in right now, because we want to achieve that, and we want to achieve that with the help of what God intended, because that's what medicine is supposed to be. You see, healing is about restoring order to a system that's in chaos. That's what disease is, chaos. Healing means disturbing that which does not promote life. Get the darkness out. Get the disease, get the pollution, get the infections, get the negativity and the negative thoughts. Get the hurt out of the system. And the idea with that is any notion And this is what we have to undo our preconceived ideas about all this flowery stuff, right? Any notion that healing can be achieved without disturbing this chaos, I'm going to tell you, folks, it's laughable as it is naive. I can't tell you how many people have come to me and been like, well, I was expecting this to be easy. Really? If you expected it to be easy and effective, why didn't you come to me first? Why am I last on your list? Why did you try all these other cult of Asclepius things before you said, let me come in here and work with you? No, you came to me as a last resort because you're looking for a Hail Mary. And this isn't a Hail Mary. This is an education. And cleaning up a chaotic mess takes work. It takes commitment. Doesn't mean it easy but I promise you it's doable. So with that being said, folks, you know, I, I want to just put out to you this, this idea. Yes, you can. Do you know why? Because you were designed to be able to. 
there is nothing that God would ever put on your plate that you weren't capable of overcoming, especially when you have some people around you that love you and care, that want to be there doing the help. That's what I love about the medicine that I practice. It brings people together. It's an honor to be a part of the fabric of your life and have you be a part of the fabric of mine. That's what's so amazing about it. So remember that the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. There is indeed so much we have to unlearn. And I am absolutely grateful to be able to unlearn it with you so we can learn something much better something filled with love, with logic, and with light. Healers, remember that you are beings of light. And remember that when you're looking for healing, always look within first. May God, the Almighty, the author of all things, may he shine his divine light down upon us, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. I'm Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. For Looking for Healing Radio, I'm signing off. Make sure you tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for Dr. Jana Schmidt. And until then, I say to you, aloha and adios. Adios.